0: Good morning, all listeners. It's Saturday, April 8th, 2023. It is 8.20 a.m. Pacific Time, and this is episode 234 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Bear. Uh... Boogie! And I am the Baron. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to episode 234 on this beautiful... Saturday morning we have a lot to talk about today Boogie and I have a laundry list of baseball games a whole baseball card with 15 plays each cannot wait to go over that we got touch base on the Masters the Masters just finished up their second round this morning because of a rain delay and uh, round three of the Masters will start here in a few hours we will talk about the Masters a little bit the NBA and NHL playoffs are getting ready to get underway as the NBA's last day of the regular season is tomorrow, and the NHL's last day of the regular season will be this Friday. We'll go over some playoffs uh, scenarios there for those two leagues. But, Boogie, we got to start out by congratulating Danny Hurley and the UConn Huskies winning their fifth national championship since 1999.
1: Unbelievable. They were able to take care of business on Monday night. Uh, we have a domination, a new blue blood uh, as they've secured their fifth national championship in the last 25 years by three different coaches. Uh, this team, this program, has been, it's been unbelievable, um, and it, it was just great to see how well they played and continued the dominance all tournament long, winning by at least
0: 13 points in each game this past tournament. Hell of a run by the Huskies, a 76-59 victory. Victory against San Diego State in the final. You know, that game was one of the lower-rated championship games, uh, lowest uh, viewership since 2018, which was interesting. After such a good tournament, nobody watched the final. Um, But San Diego State came out hot, and then uh, UConn just smothered them defensively for 11 minutes in the first half. They carried a 12-point lead into the break, and then they finished strong. 76-59, uh, Adama Sonogo, most outstanding player of March Madness. Great run for the Huskies. And, you know, when you take a look at this Huskies team, um, they may not be going anywhere. They have uh, Alex Caraban returning. Sonogo may return. Um, they are going to lose Jordan Hawkins to the NBA and uh, Tristan Newton to the um, either NBA or, you know, he's leaving. He's a senior. But... Potential of Andre Jackson Jr. potentially coming back. They're obviously going to have Donovan Klingon, the big freshman. So they got some attorneys. They got a good recruiting class. We'll see what UConn can do. Nobody has repeated as national champs since the Florida Gators in 2006 2007.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was just great to see what they could do uh, to finish. Off San Diego State. Shout out for San Diego State. Uh, it was an unbelievable tournament, though March Madness, of course, was absolutely unbelievable. It was. Uh, we, me, you, the the world, backed up everything here, and we were able to make some money. Uh, and it was just it was a, another unbelievable tournament, and, and was so happy. Now we got to go through some withdrawals. Yeah, uh, we, we we see a lot of players are Boom. already in the the transfer portal. And uh, we are looking forward to seeing who is going to end up where next year.
0: All of UConn's losses this year were in the Big East. Um, 17-0 and this season against non-conference opponents. Swept the uh, March Madness, obviously, and also swept their non-conference schedule. So congratulations to the Huskies. Danny Hurley gets his championship. Fifth for UConn, and UConn now... In that blue blood category with the likes of Kentucky, UCLA, North Carolina, Duke. They're tied with Duke with five. Yep. They are getting their way up there. It's been very, very nice. Now, like you said, we have to go through some withdrawals. And um, it was been a great March Madness. It was awesome to talk about for a long time. We'll pretty much be putting college hoops on hold every now and then throughout the summertime. Any any notable transfers or recruits that, that commit or whatever, we will uh, – Get you guys up to speed with that. But um great tournament, one of the best I've seen, and I can't wait for hoops to start again. But now we transition here, boogs. It's it's all baseball. Um like I said, we got the masters that we'll talk about in a minute, but I wanted to just touch on uh the NBA real quick. Uh tomorrow is actually the last day of the NBA regular season, and you have the play-in tournament and the playoffs beginning next week. The play-in tournament will be Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. With uh, April fifteenth next Friday, or uh, being the first first round, so we're underway. When you look at the East, uh, looks like the Bucks are going to get the one. Um, everything is settled in the Eastern Conference. So, uh, Milwaukee and Boston are awaiting play-in tournament, you know, occurrences here. Uh, Philadelphia got the three seed. They will host the Brooklyn Nets. And I'll tell you what, the Brooklyn Nets who got the sixth, that trade could not have worked out any better for them getting rid of KD and Kyrie and all the pieces that they got. Mikael Bridges from the Suns, they acquired him in the trade for KD. He upped his points per game from 17 to 27. Cam Johnson's playing good. Spencer Dinwiddie. The Nets got a good young, gritty squad, so they will play the 76ers in the 3-6 game. Cleveland Cavaliers will play the New York Knicks. So, so shout out to the Knicks. Always good for basketball for the Knicks to be in the postseason. Knicks will get the Cavs in the first round. Play-in tournament will be the Heat versus the Hawks. That's the 7-8 game. Winner of that game will get the 7th seed and face the Celtics. Loser of that game will take on the winner of the 9-10 game in the East, the Raptors and the Bulls. The East is all set, man. I can't wait for the playoffs. It's going to be
1: great. I can't wait to see it. Um, You know, We have a lot of teams out there that I think can make some noise. Shout-out to the Cleveland Cavaliers and the New York Knicks also. Uh, especially the Cavaliers. Uh, you know, I'm a big, big New York Knicks fan. Uh, being from New York, so I'm happy to see them. Uh, Brunson, the addition of Brunson was obviously yeah. a huge hit for the Knicks. Um, but Cleveland, without LeBron James, uh, finally is able to get over the hump, having yeah. their best record since uh, LBJ has been there, and they are yeah. the four seed. So I'm interested to see what's going to happen and uh, see if they can make some noise.
0: That's going to be a fun series because the Knicks were inches away from signing Donovan Mitchell, couldn't get the deal done. Mitchell signs with the Cavs. The Knicks grab Jalen Brunson instead, so now the Knicks and Cleveland will square off in a seven-game series, four versus five. So <clears throat> very exciting. Wizards, Pacers, Magic Hornets, Pistons, waiting to see if they can qualify to get Victor or Manaya. The West is a little bit more open, Boogie. There's going to be a lot of playoff implications on the last day of the season. The Nuggets clinched the one seed. The Grizzlies clinched the two seed. The Kings clinched the three. And the Phoenix Suns clinched the four. Um, Oklahoma City's locked into the ten, so we'll see who they play. But we talked about this this morning on our phone call over here. The five through the nine in the West... All up for grabs. Yep. Um, Minnesota looks like they're going to be locked in to the 9. So you're probably looking at a Minnesota-Oklahoma City 9-10 game. But when you look at the Warriors, Clippers, Lakers, and Pelicans, those four teams are all separated by only one game. And there's a, a variety of tie-breaking scenarios that can happen. Any four of these teams can finish five, six, seven, and 8. So it's all going to depend on what happens the last game of the season. And, man, the West looks wide open this year.
1: It sure does. Um, There's not really one team that's been extremely dominant. Um, (laughs) You've got Denver, who's been in the mix over the last few years uh, with their great scoring tandem. Uh, But Memphis, Sacramento. Shout-out for Sacramento. Sacramento wins the Pacific Division for the first time in over 20 years, I believe it was. Um, they had some unbelievable odds to be able to do that. Yep. Um, so it, great job with them. Uh, and they can score. So it's going to be exciting. Um, and to be able to see what some of these teams, very, very uh, competitive West. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we know the West is down a little bit this year. Uh, we'll see if the Lakers can make some noise with a healthy uh, AD and uh, LeBron. Yeah. And, of course, uh, we will see if they can uh, come out uh, to at least the second round.
0: It's funny to see that all of these teams, I feel like, have some strength and that it's so wide open in the West. I mean, you start off talk with the Nuggets, and you got finally a healthy Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. to go with the Joker. The Grizzlies, obviously, you got Ja, Dylan Brooks, and Jalen Jackson. The Kings had their best season in 20 years, like you said, one in the Pacific. De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk linking back up from their Kentucky days with uh, Sabonis. So the Kings got a very formidable squad. The Phoenix Suns just picked up KD. Their expectations are very high. Mm-hmm. CP3, D-Book, KD, DeAndre Ayton. Golden State's t- trying to defend the title. They're finally getting healthy. Andrew Wiggins is now back in the lineup. Mm-hmm. So Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Poole, Draymond, yep. that lineup. The Clippers obviously have high expectations. Picking up Russell Westbrook from the Lakers at the deadline. He's played really well for the Clippers. Getting paired with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Um, obviously the Lakers with AD and LeBron, 2020 bubble champions looking to make a run here. The Pelicans, they did announce that Zion would not play in the play-in tournament. So if the Pelicans can get into the first round, he will play. So, Pelicans get in. I mean, C.J., Ingram, Valachunas, Zion, that's a capable team. Sure. You got Minnesota there, you know, with uh, Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns. Very good team. And the Thunder is a very young, up-and-coming team. Um, SGA, all-star this year, first time, and he is filling it up for the Thunder. The disappointing story this season was the Dallas Mavericks. Um, A lot of people obviously expected the Rockets, Spurs, and uh, those two to be out. The Blazers, Dame just didn't have enough help, and Utah Jazz had a rising star in Laurie Markkinen, but they cleaned house. It's their first year without Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. started out very well, too. Started off well and fell off. They are out, but what really was troubling to see last night was the Dallas Mavericks with everything on the line to just tank out and not play any of their (laughs) players and the Dallas Mavericks, who were the five seed at the All Star break, finish eliminated from the playoffs. I
1: mean, Mark Cuban's probably going to, not probably, he's already catching slack, uh, flack for it. Uh, you know, they've got a guy named Wembiyama out there for the next NBA draft, is probably going to be the yeah. number one pick. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you can make the playoffs. We always say, you know, you got a shot. You're in the dance. You, you get a chance. chance. Yeah. So, I don't think the theory on Cuban and and the way his team is. I mean, it had to be a couple of weeks ago that they were talking about, you know, maybe not being able to make the playoffs. And yeah, they if, finished
0: two and eight in their last ten. Yeah. Bro. If I mean, they can,
1: off. if they can go ahead and uh, catch Wimbiamba, then I guess that would be worth it for them. However. It's not the right thing to do. You've got Kyrie and you've got um, Luka. A Luka Doncic on this team. You should be able to make some noise.
0: Yeah, I, I and especially saying, you know, we talked about this, how wide open the West is, right? I mean, you get into that play-in tournament, they could match up well with any of those teams. This team made the Western Conference Finals last year, mm-hmm. and they picked up Kyrie like— and it was like I I don't get it two and eight to, in the last ten when you're fighting for a playoff spot like you're losing on purpose. They're talking about suspension. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. So. Whatever, they're out now. We have the 10 teams in the West, and we have the 10 teams in the East. We just don't know the seeding in the West. That will all be decided tomorrow. Tomorrow will be the last day of the NBA regular season. Every single team will be in action. A lot on the line for the Warriors, Clippers, Lakers, and Pelicans. Those are the teams that are to look out for right now. So we will see where they stand. Um, Like I said, someone's going to match up with the Suns, whoever gets the five. Whoever gets the six will match up with the Kings. And then whoever gets the seven and eight will play each other in the play in tournament. So opportunities galore. You got the Thunder and the T Wolves just waiting in the wings here. So we'll see how it all finishes. In the uh, NHL, we've got some time. Next time we talk NHL, next Saturday, will be playoff time. Yep. And uh, we're last week of the regular season. NHL playoffs um, begin on Sunday, April 17th. So it's right around the corner, Bogues. It's right there. The Boston
1: um, Bruins are also going for a record uh, for the most scoring points in a season uh, as they are uh, just doing an unbelievable job this season. So we will see if they can catch that. Yep. Um, and, of course, we've got a lot of great uh, stories that we will get into uh, yep. when we talk about NHL.
0: The NHL postseason, as you know, is always wide open. Anything can happen in the NHL postseason. That's why it's such a fun event the six of the eight teams qualified already in the East, uh, the Bruins, Maple Leafs, and Lightning out of the Atlantic, the Hurricanes, Devils, and Rangers out of the Metropolitan. As of right now, the Florida Panthers and Islanders occupy the two wildcard spots with 89 points. My Pittsburgh Penguins have 88 points, one back of those two teams. Buffalo Sabres also still alive with 83 points, so um, Buffalo on the fringe of being out, but my Pittsburgh Penguins have been in the playoffs this whole year and they've kind of uh, faltered down the stretch. So we'll see they do have a pretty light schedule to finish. They finish with the Blackhawks and the in the Columbus Blue Jackets. So we'll see if Pittsburgh can right the ship, but as of right now you got, you know, four teams for two spots. Buffalo kind of on the outside looking in, but Panthers, Islanders and Pens really fighting tooth and nail, only one point separating those three teams. It's exciting. Yes. Western Conference, almost all but decided. There's only one spot available. The uh, defending champion, Avalanche, Stars, and Wild out of the Central. Our Vegas Golden Knights, who right now are the number one seed in the Pacific Division leaders with 106 points. Edmonton and the LA Kings also in. Uh, Congratulations to the Seattle Kraken, qualifying for their first postseason in franchise history, their second year of existence, and they are in the postseason as a wild card Right now, you got the Winnipeg Jets, Calgary Flames, and Nashville Predators within one point of each other for one spot. It's crazy, interesting how that's going to turn out. Yeah,
1: exciting, and I can't wait to see what happens.
0: NHL postseason, like I said, begins on the seventeenth. We will touch base with you guys with everything that has to do with NHL playoffs next week. Last thing we got to talk about, Boogie, is the Masters. <laughs> <laughs> We got the Masters Tournament. We had some rain yesterday, so a lot of players got postponed. Trees, too. Trees falling down. Glad nobody was hurt. Right now, Brooks kept them put together. One of the best two days of Masters history. 12-under, he is the leader. He tees off uh, at 10.06 a.m. with John Rahm and Sam Bennett, the amateur. John Rahm's two back at 10-under. Sam Bennett is four back at 8-under. The other pairing, uh, Victor Hovland and Colin Morikawa are uh, knotted up at six under a um, little funny story for everybody is we put together a uh, golf fantasy league hell yeah and it allows you to pick four golfers um <laughs> at prices so you get a twenty dollar salary cap golfers are with worth different values obviously the better golfers are are worth more money so you have to use your twenty dollars and pick the best foursome um, there's 12 people in the league. 11 of us uh, decided to take four golfers, because that's kind of what you do. And Boogie had a very interesting strategy when it came to this. The two the two most expensive golfers on the list were John Rahm and Scotty Scheffler. They cost about $10 and change and $9 and change. So Boogie decided that it, it, he saw fit to just pick those two guys... The two favorites to win the Masters. He just took the two favorites and he pretty much said F the other two golfers. <laughs> I don't need a four man <laughs> scramble. I just need these two guys. And I'm interested to see if it if it uh actually works out for you, buddy. Scotty Scheffler is currently one under and uh John Rom, though only two back of the leader. So Hell yeah. I I, I saw it almost threw up, but uh I, I don't I <laughs> I just had to tell that story, but hey,
1: yeah, it's a strategy. strategy. It's a strategy.
0: Just give me the favorites. Give
1: me the favorites. You know, boogie boogie favorites. Uh, that's who I am. Yeah. Um, I did have a strategy of about four golfers. At least three of them uh, were one of my my uh, top golfers, and then throw somebody else in there. And I'm like, nah. I'm just gonna take the two favorites. Let's just take the two favorites. I don't need four guys. Well, golfers. let's let's run through. The and, and, and I wanna
0: specify here to everybody that this is based off of the prize money. So technically, you are just forfeiting two two prize monies and just saying these two guys are gonna make more money than anybody else's for That's right. And maybe you're right. If Scotty Scheffler can make a run here and John Ron's right in the running to win the thing, who knows? If you win, though, I'm never doing another fantasy <laughs> thing with you ever again. We have a—I uh, forgot to tell you—similar <laughs> to last year. We have, and anyone that wants to get in, make sure you contact me. Um, we are going to be doing the NBA player draft for the playoffs oh, again yeah. this year. That was fun. OfficeFootballPool.com. We are going to uh, have that draft at some time this week. So, yeah, it'll probably be in that like fifty to one hundred dollar range to get in, and uh, the the draft is online and you pick your players, and it's all points scored throughout the entire playoffs. It just adds it up. Winner take all. So make sure you guys get in touch with me for the NBA player draft this year. I'm excited to see what Boogie does there. If I were to guess, he'll probably just take every player. Joel Embiid. He'll take every player on both one (laughs) seeds. Boogie will have the Milwaukee Bucks starting five and the Denver Nuggets starting five. (laughs) Um, So anyway, Masters coverage will resume here in about 20 minutes. They are kicking things off at about... uh, here anytime now round three they're hoping that the weather is not gonna be a thing today um, and the the goal is is to get back on track to have a final round Sunday tomorrow for Easter Sunday yeah I hope so We will have episode 235 tomorrow morning our Easter Sunday special to cover all things masters and baseball and maybe talk a little bit about the NBA's last day of the regular season. So, lot to talk about. Now we finally move on to the good stuff and it's the baseball world right now. We are about a week into the season opening day was on March 30th. Teams are starting to come into t- come into their own, man. Right now, we'll we'll see how it all looks as the season progresses. But we got a laundry list of games today. So let's try to be quick. Astros and the Twins kick us off. eleven ten a.m. This game begins in about an hour and a half. Strohs at the Twinkies. Twinkies have a pretty good start this year. Book 5-2. Um, they had their home opener against the Astros yesterday. And they won 3-2 in 10 innings. And they got Joe Ryan on the mound. And the uh, Twins have won their last uh, seven games that Joe Ryan has pitched. He pitched great in his first start. 1-0 with a 1-5 OERA. Going against Luis Garcia, I think the bottom line in this game is the fact that the Astros are kind of a different team without Jose Altuve. They've lost actually four or five. They lost two out of three against Detroit, and they lost yesterday. So kind of on the downswing at three and five. The defending champs, maybe a little champion hangover a little bit. Might take them a little bit of time to get back into their groove. I do fully expect them to be in the running towards the end, but right now... Right now, it's not a time to back the Astros, and you're getting a small price on the Twinkies minus a dollar fourteen.
1: Yeah, I'm actually going to go right there with you with uh, the Twins. I like Joe Ryan on the mound today. Astros um, have not played up to their potential yet, and uh, the Twins are at home. I like them as a small favorite. Only minus 114. Give me the twins on the money line.
0: Taking the Twinkies to start us off, baby. We move on to 105 afternoon baseball. That's going to be our only morning game. We go to the 105 uh, window here for our first drink bet, the Cincinnati Reds and the Philadelphia Phillies. Reds are 3-3 with Nick Lodolo on the mound today. Bailey Falter, who had a decent outing on Sunday Night Baseball last week, but fell short against the the Rangers 2-1. Phillies are starting to kind of figure it out, I think. They've lost uh, they lost two out of three in New York after being swept by the Rangers. They got back in the win column today. We fully expect the Phillies to be right back to where they were last year in contention for a pennant and maybe a World Series. Getting Bryce Harper back will be a big part of that. But once again, good price here on the Phillies, minus $1. thirty-seven. Drink bet, my friend.
1: Uh, I'm taking the Reds. Uh, I think mean, Lodolo gets it done today. Uh, also, the Reds hitters are able to hit lefty so far this year, and uh, I'm taking the Reds plus uh, 126 on the money line as a road dog.
0: That's a nice little dog right there. Mm-hmm. Plus 126 for Boog, minus 137 for me. First drink bet of the pod. Royals and Giants at 105. Brady Singer on the bump for the Royals. He pitched great in his last outing, five innings in and or five innings pitched, two hits. Very good job. Sean Maniah, the journeyman, um, he's pitching for the Giants. He had a tough outing in his first start, only going two innings and giving up some hits and some runs. 13.5 ERA, I think it's a bounce-back start, start for the Giants. The Giants lost their home opener against Kansas City yesterday, 3-1. to um, Kansas City still only hitting a buck eighty as a team. I think eventually that's going to catch up to them. They stole Game One here at Oracle Park. I think this is a good bounce back spot for the Giants to even up the series with a chance to win the rubber match on Easter Sunday. Uh, with that being said, give me the Giants minus a dollar thirty three.
1: I agree with you today on this game. Uh, give me the uh, Giants as well minus one thirty three. Uh, Giants should be able to get it done at home uh, where they are better uh, home team than road. Uh, so give me the Giants. I like the Giants. <laughs> That's not the right. honey, honey, I like the... That's not the way
0: it's saying. Honey, I like the Giants. That's not what we say. I like the Giants. <laughs> 105 FS1. You can see this on national television, the Texas Rangers and the Chicago Cubs. Cubbies are three and three. They got Justin Steele on the mound against last year, All-Star Martin Perez. He picked up right where he left off, five and two thirds, one point five nine ERA. He is one and zero on the season. Rangers' bats are pretty hot right now. Um, they picked up some guys in the offseason. They signed a Grom to that long contract. Right now, they're sitting at 4-3 and three coming into this. I got to tell you what, Book, you're getting a pretty good price on the Rangers today, too. Texas Rangers plus 108. I think they can go into Wrigley. And it's a, a, a you know a bounce-back spot for them. They lost 2 nothing yesterday at Wrigley Field. So... um let me get them to even up this series. Texas Rangers, plus 108.
1: Yeah, their defense also is playing really well, too. And I think those bats come alive today. Uh, Cubs, uh, not great. Uh, go ahead, take the Rangers today. Uh, plus 108 on the money line
0: to get the road win. Got to love it. We're doing pretty good, bud. So far, so not good, bad. my friend. Red Sox and the Tigers. Wow. I mean, these teams are very much underperformed. Sox are 3-4. and four, Tigers are 2-5. and five. The Red Sox got swept by my Pittsburgh Pirates at Fenway and they came back and they won on the road 6-3 the other night against the Tigers. This is game two of this series. Tigers trying to even it up. You got two kind of questionable pitchers on the mound. Tanner Hyuk and Joey Wentz. Both of these guys over five ERAs in their first start. Both went five innings and gave up three runs. If you do the math, if they end up doing that again and you have a 3-3 game after five, the odds of getting over eight and a half is pretty good in my book. And this over is plus money. Boston, Detroit over eight and a half plus a dollar ten. I'm right
1: there with you. I like the over plus one ten over eight and a half. Uh, Go ahead and take that and run to the window.
0: See you at the window. I think there could be some fireworks in this game. Both
1: bats, yeah. Both teams don't have great pitching right now, so of course we're gonna go with the over.
0: Runs, runs, runs. Should be fireworks in Detroit for the over eight and a half runs. Mets and Marlins, if you guys have not seen this kid's Senga pitch, Kadai Senga, Japanese national team, amazing first start for him. Five and a third, eight strikeouts, three hits. He comes in 1 0 with a 1.69 going against Trevor Rogers, who got roughed up in his first start. He is 0 1 with a 6.23 ERA. And, um, I like this spot. The Mets are kind of figuring things out. They got swept by Milwaukee at Milwaukee, and they won the first game of this series, 9-3. Bottom line with this uh, series here, I think, is the Mets' bats. The Mets' lineup is so stacked. Obviously, they're one of the favorites to take care of business, and they have owned the Marlins, um, beating them a lot. Regular season series, they lead 4-1. I don't look any for anything to change here. Mets minus $1.66. I'm all over.
1: Um, let's get mesmerized. I like the Mets today, minus one and a half runs, plus one twenty-five. Better value there, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, give me the Mets. They own the Marlins, and uh, they will take care of business
0: and uh, run to the window on that one. There's your secret two-way play, our two-unit special. Put a buck sixty-six on the money line and a hundred bucks on the run line at plus one twenty-five. There you go. Oh, baby. A's in the Rays. A's Rays. A's in the Rays. Fans in the stands. Fans
1: in the stands.
0: Man, I had a terrible, terrible call on my boy Shintaro Fujinami. Oh, I was oppo. I was like, oh yeah, he's going to come out and just gem. He pitched two and a third innings, gave up eight runs, Mm. and his ERA is the highest in the bigs, Mm. 30.86. Taking on Jeffrey Springs here, 1-0 with a 0-0-0 ERA. He has been damn near unhittable. The Rays are 7-0, my friend. 4-0 4-0 at home, but I'll tell you what, they haven't really played the best schedule. They've played the Tigers, they've played the Washington Nationals, and they've played the Oakland A's. I'm not really that impressed. And what goes up must come down. Eventually, this team's going to start losing games. Why not start today? And look at the price you got to lay here. So much money. I'm, I, I, I'm giving my man Shintaro Fujinami another shot. I got I can't go away from him yet. Oakland A's plus one and a half plus a dollar twenty
1: six. Uh, Springs is on fire right now. Uh, he's one and zero with a zero ERA, twelve strikeouts so far. He's also four and one with a four three seven and twenty two strikeouts in his career against the A's. Uh-huh. I don't see anything changing here. Uh, give me the Rays to continue their winning streak. Um, and for best value, max value, give me the Rays, minus one and a half runs, minus only 145.
0: Drink bet number two, Boogie on the Rays run line, Baron on the A's run line. And we move on to the 3 o'clock window now, 3.10 p.m. from Cleveland, Seattle Mariners, Cleveland Guardians. Cleveland lost their home opener yesterday to the Mariners, 5-3. to three. Um Cleveland comes in 5-3. and three, Mariners are 3-5. and five. This is an interesting matchup between Marco Gonzalez and Cal Quantrell, two of the better pitchers in the American League. They both got roughed up in their first start. I look for both these pitchers to settle in um, and, and actually pitch a better game. I'm on the under in this game, 8.5 runs minus $1.15. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take the home team here. I think uh, Quantrell can get it done at home. Uh, he's not laying a lot on the money line. Uh, I think the uh, Guardians minus 135 money line is the play for me. All right. Guardians at home. Uh,
0: two-way play. Boogie on Cleveland. I'm on the under. That's a two-way play from Boogie in the Baron. And I can't wait to talk about this next game <laughs> because my Pittsburgh Pirates are 5-2. and two. They welcomed Andrew McCutcheon back to Pittsburgh yesterday with a sold-out crowd standing ovation. And all they did yesterday was score 13 runs. My man Brian Reynolds is batting 448 with five homers and 13 ribbies already. Wow. We are 5-2. We're a game back in Milwaukee, the NL Central. To say the least, on April 8th, the dream is absolutely alive. The White Sox are pitching Mike Clevenger, who did have a good outing in his first start. But the White Sox are 3-5. They lost two in a row. They lost two out of three at home to San Francisco. Now they're in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh beat them 13-9 yesterday. The Pirates came off of a sweep of Boston in Boston and then wiped the White Sox. So, White Sox, Red Sox, Blue Sox, doesn't matter. Raise the Jolly Roger. Raise the Jolly Roger, Boogie. Pittsburgh Pirates plus $1.16.
1: Mike Clevenger uh, has a lot of success in his career. You know, he hasn't been pitching as well over the last few years, uh, but he is 1-0 with a zero ERA uh, Velasquez, you know, if you remember him from the, the Phillies, he was like their fourth or fifth starter. Vinny
0: Velasquez, baby! Come yeah. on now!
1: So White Sox, I think, can get it done. They've, uh, and Other than yesterday, they've been able to get uh, the Pirates most games that they've played against them. Um, I'm here with a small line on the money line. Give me the White Sox minus 126.
0: What does, what does the Pirates record have to be for you to start betting them? Like 20 and 5? Is that when you'll believe? like Oh, man, the Pirates might be pretty good this year.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, show me some more. I need some more evidence. We need more data. We need more data.
0: That was our uh, fourth and final drink bet, I believe. I don't think we're off on anything else the rest of this card. So everything else is going to be Boogie and I agreeing on the New York Yankees. This is an easy one, Hell, I think. yeah. Johnny Brito. We talked about him in the first start. He pitched great. Five innings, two hits, six strikeouts, no runs. Going against Cole Irvin, lefty. You know how good the Yankees are at hitting lefties with those power right handed bats and John Carlos Stanton and Aaron Judge and Gladiator Torres and all these guys. Bottom line here is I think Johnny Brito is the difference. I think he can gem the Orioles up, and I think the Yankees bats can do enough. And you're only giving me minus $1.25. I'll take the Yankees.
1: Uh Yankees today over the Orioles. Uh minus 125. They should be able to take care of business against the pesky Orioles on the road.
0: I love it. <sighs> Yankees to get to five and three today. Let's go. Cardinals and the Brewers. The Brew crew has been they've been the best team in the National League Central. And maybe in all of baseball so far with a 6-1 record, they're 4-0 at home, and they won four consecutive games. They swept the New York Mets, and then they beat the Cardinals last night 4-0. They're doing it all sorts of ways, batting 285 and having the lowest starter uh, ERA in the baseball through the first seven games. Cardinals have been struggling, man, 2-5. Joy Montgomery is on the mound. Maybe that'll revive him a little bit. But this Eric Lauer kid, uh, every time he pitches, uh, the games go under. Seven straight outings for Lauer, it has been under- um, Milwaukee almost also the most profitable team on the run line, 5-2 and two on the run line this year. So the, the Brewers have been rolling. ESPN plus 4-10. You're getting some great value with the brew crew as the Cardinals are a $1.65 favorite. I'll take the Milwaukee Brewers plus $1.40 to beat the Cardinals.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Brewers today at home. They continue their success uh, plus 139 um, at home, and you're giving me a little bit of juice uh, on the plus side, why not? Six and one. Let's go, Brewers.
0: Brew crew plus the money at home to defeat the St. Louis Cardinals. Up next is the Padres and the Braves. This has been a really fun series. This will be the Sunday night, Easter Sunday matchup. This is game three of a four-game set. They split the first two games. Braves won game one, seven, six. Padres bounced back with a 5-4 victory last night. You got Michael Watkins, Charlie Morton, two veterans going at it. They were kind of subpar in their first starts, and now here we are. I think you're getting some great value with Michael Walker with the price you're getting. I can foresee the Padres taking this game and then the Braves maybe salvaging a split on Easter Sunday on Sunday Night Baseball. We'll talk about that tomorrow, but today, bigger fish to fry. The Padres are plus $1.42. With that lineup, I think that's great value. I'll take the Padres.
1: Yeah, Padres with a nice win yesterday. Uh, Braves with a great comeback win the night before, 7-6. Uh, killed me on the run line for the Braves. Uh, but I am going to go ahead and back the Padres today. Yep. I like the Padres plus 142. Um, I think you have good value with that
0: as well. So give me the Padres and those bats. Back-to-back back plus 140 dogs for us. That's great. Uh, Dodgers and the Diamondbacks. Last night, Madison Bumgarner outpitched Clayton Kershaw, and the Diamondbacks defeated the Dodgers 6-3. to they lost game one five two. This is game three of a four game set down in Arizona. Arizona's four and four. Dodgers are five and three. Bottom line here is they signed Noah Syndergaard for a reason. He pitched great in his first start, striking out six six innings, four hits. He has a 1-5 OERA. Zach Davies also pitched well in his first start. The Dodgers historically go they they go uh, their bats are hot against Zach Davies. I think Syndergaard can do enough, and it's a bounce back spot for them. They lost yesterday. I can see the Dodgers winning this, taking a 2-1 lead, going into a Easter Sunday Game 4 um, game. So, bottom line, Dodgers, good price here, too. Minus 155, I'm all over the Dodgers.
1: Uh, I'm taking the Dodgers on the run line today. Uh, is that a shocker or what?
0: Uh, no, I don't think anyone could uh, <laughs> uh, predict that.
1: <laughs> Give me the Dodgers, minus 1.5, even money, plus 100. Uh, Dodgers to take care of business with Svindergaard on
0: the boat. I'm pretty sure out of 234 episodes, I'd say at least about 100 of them have been baseball, and I feel like you are 100 for 100 taking the Dodgers on the run line. Why not back in a winner? Two-way play, another two-unit specialty for Boogie and I. Take that money line and then throw a little Billy on the on the run line. Hit them both. Grab a couple units in that same game. Nationals and the Rockies. Nationals two and six won their second game of the year yesterday. Bats got hot. Ten and five. Boogie's words are they've been beaten up on the Rockies. Yep, for nine innings, 10-5. <laughs> <Ten> to 10-5 <laughs> yesterday, they lost the home opener at Coors Field, though, 1-0. So, game three of a four-game set, and uh, you're giving uh, giving me Austin Gomer against Trevor Williams. You know how Coors Field is, man, and Austin Gomer is a much better home hit pitcher than a road pitcher. His home away splits are one of the most lopsided in the bigs. He is at home today, and uh, the Rockies are coming off of a bounce-back spot here, losing yesterday. I look for the Rockies to take care of business here. Go up 2-1 in the series, setting up a potential taking three out of four on Easter Sunday. Of course, we will take Austin Gomber and those bats. C.J. Crohn's having a great year. So is Chris Bryant out of the gates, batting 344. Take the Colorado Rockies on the money line here today, minus 140.
1: Yeah, I'll take a stab with the Rockies. Uh, minus 140, 141 on the penny line. Uh, Gomber didn't get much help in his first start of the year, a 3-1 road loss to San Diego. Uh, so we'll go ahead and back them today uh, to get that W.
0: Yes, sir. Last but not least, we have the LA Angels and the Toronto Blue Jays. Similar to the Noah Syndergaard siding with the LA Dodgers, the LA Angels signed Tyler Anderson. We talked about how important it was for them to get some pitching and get Mike Trout and Shohei Otani to the postseason. Tyler Anderson had a great first outing. Six innings pitched, four strikeouts, four hits, no runs given up. Jose Barrios kind of got rocked a little bit in his first start. Um, he, he comes in with a 12-7-1 ERA. He pitched five and two-thirds, nine hits. Did strike out seven, but he got hit pretty hard. And this is a bounce-back spot for the Angels. They lost the season opener, or uh, series opener, mind you, yesterday 4-3. And I got to tell you, the fact that it was a late it was a late uh, game win. Uh, Boba Shet hit a three-run jack to put Toronto up for good. 4-3 victory for the Blue Jays yesterday. And I am looking I am looking for a very, very big-time bounce-back win for the Angels here with their horse on the mound. Tyler Anderson's going to be groomed into that second uh, pitcher behind Shohei. Tyler Anderson was an all-star pitcher last year for the Dodgers. I look for him to continue his success, and I will take the Angels today, minus 115.
1: Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Give me the Angels, Tyler Anderson, uh, minus 115. Um, Bobichette's great heroics last night. Um, I think the Angels bounce back today. Give me the Angels minus one
0: fifteen at home. L.A. Angels, baby. That's what I'm talking about, Bugs. Great episode, man. We went over a lot. We sure did. We talked college hoops, Quick. the Masters, NBA, NHL, and baseball in a span of under forty minutes. That's how it's done. It's about eight fifty-eight a.m. We we've been on for about thirty-eight minutes, and we got two hours until these games start. I thought we kicked ass. Nice work. Thank you. Um, We have best bets, though. Um, What is Boogie's blockbuster best bet for baseball here on this beautiful Saturday?
1: I mean, you got all these games, and you guys asking me for just one game as Boogie's best bet. Yep. I'm going to go Boogie's blockbuster best bet is going to be those New York Mets. Okay. Plus 125, minus one and a half on the run line. Catch that value. And run into the window, my friends.
0: I'll tell you what, man. I wanted to say that you're 100 for 100 betting the Dodgers on the run line, but I think you also might be about 100 out of 100 as betting a run line as your best bet. Yes. Mets run line for Boogie, best bet, minus one and a half, plus 115. I'm going last game plus of the 125. Night. Oh, plus 125. Even better. Great odds there for Boogs. I'm taking the Los Angeles Angels. I believe in Tyler Anderson. I think it's a great bounce back for them to even up this series. Setting up a rubber match on Easter Sunday. I'm going to take the LA Angels with Tyler Anderson. Mike Trout, Shohei. They'll show out. They'll hit Barrios hard. Anderson will throw a gem and the Angels will get a W tonight. And it's the last game of the night at 6.07. So wait all day. Watch the Masters. Watch some baseball. Hammer the Angels. Angels money line for me. Mets minus one and a half. for The boogie. We'll see you guys tomorrow morning for our Easter Sunday special. Baron out. Good luck, everybody.
1: Boogie out.